With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about the fact that the trickiest thing to master is balance. I think in life we really never have balance, it's constantly a balancing act. And it's very easy to go to extremes. It's very easy, you know, with our diet and exercise routine to cut out every food we love, to go to six days a week, two a days, right, when we want results. It's very easy to go to extremes in an attempt to try and get results faster. It's much harder to create something sustainable and try and find that balance and know that it's also always a balancing act. But I did wanna share four tips I think would be really helpful if you are trying to create something sustainable because you're sort of sick of that yo-yo dieting cycle, you're sick of working really hard to see results, but then ultimately not being able to sustain that. Because I think we have to remember that when we're really motivated, it's easy to make those changes, but the reason we feel like we have a lack of willpower or a lack of motivation long-term, or that someone else has more willpower is because we don't actually create sustainable habits because we've gone to those extremes over trying to master balance or at least accept the balancing act. So four tips to help you try and create that balance. Number one, focus on your current lifestyle. I think a lot of times we think about what's ideal. You know, we see these different things in magazines. We see what other people are doing who got results. And we say, hey, I have to do that instead of taking into account what our actual lifestyle is. I get asked, you know, a lot of times, like, what's the best workout split? What's the best workout schedule? And I always respond back with the one that fits your realistic lifestyle and your schedule, the one that you can do consistently, because we can always design for the time we actually have. And if we're not designing for that time, we're setting ourselves up for failure, either because we won't be able to maintain that schedule long term or because we'll start to skip workouts and not get the full benefit, right? If you've designed for six days a week and you're only getting in three of those workouts, you're probably not getting the results you could if you actually designed for those three days a week. So the best thing we can do for ourselves is really take a look at our lifestyle, even start tracking what we're currently doing and then make tweaks to that, especially when it comes to our nutrition as well. A lot of times we'll see these diets that, you know, they cut out all the carbs we love or all the fats we love or all these different things. And we ultimately end up restricting foods, which might help us see results short term. We might even feel better, but it's not realistic long term. And we've never really learned to strike that balance. We don't have what we do next, right? We restrict foods and it's like, okay, well now do I just go back to what I was doing before now that I achieve results? And that's ultimately where we end up losing all the progress we've made. So instead we want to take a look at our current lifestyle and then make adjustments to that, both in our workouts and our nutrition that helps us create more of a balance because it also allows us to make change slower, which is tip number two, add slowly. So we want to add in things slowly. And this even means cutting things out. Although I like to focus on adding things in more if I can, because I think it's a more positive mindset, but you want to add things onto your plate slowly in terms of the changes that you're making. It can be really overwhelming. It can hold us back from even getting started when we feel like we have to make these massive changes, or even when there is a learning process to things and we sort of pile a ton of stuff that we have to learn that's new onto our plate. So we want to think, what can I do that is an easy, slow change to add? Can I just add in five more minutes? Can I tweak things by adding in a little bit more protein versus trying to cut anything out? Can I, you know, add in my dessert first and then work backwards around that because I really love my dessert and I feel restricted if I cut that out. But think about adding changes slowly onto your plate. I don't know about you, but I always thought for the longest time I was like an all or nothing person and that was kind of my excuse. Oh, I can't start if I can't do it perfectly. 
But really, I realized that was something that was holding me back because so often you're not able to do things perfectly. You're not able to, you know, implement everything you want. Life won't work for you. It'll work against you. And so it's one of these things that the more you can think, how can I just be better than I was even the month before, the year before, the day before even, the the better off you're going to be. So adding slowly allows you to just focus on being better than you were before, which allows you to actually make changes that long term you can implement without having to be super motivated or have the willpower, right? It allows you to make changes that even on those days where you're sort of burnt out, you can still implement the habits. So tip number two is add slowly. Tip number three is take time to step back. So I think a lot of times we also get super gung ho, we get super into the process and we never really step back to reflect. And so then if we're so in the hard work and effort, uh, we, we don't realize, you know, what might be working or what might not be working. And so if results aren't happening as fast as we'd like, we ultimately throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? We just stop doing everything because results aren't happening as quickly as we'd like because we're also not recognizing some of those small changes as they're building or even celebrating the habit changes. So you really want to take that chance to step back at times and assess, you know, is everything working? If it isn't, what can I change? But stepping back allows you to slow everything down and allows you to find that balancing act versus trying to go to more of an extreme, right? Because if stuff doesn't seem to be adding up as quickly as possible, our innate response, or at least I find mine is, and a lot of the clients I work with is to add on more, do more, right? Uh, doing more sometimes even means giving up and not doing anything, right? But it's the more you do, the more you do. And so a lot of times we try and go to those extremes and work harder, but we simply can't out-exercise or out-diet time. So taking that step back to assess, you know, like, hey, what are my actual results? Even though I might feel like I'm not uh, progressing forward, what actually is happening? And if things aren't happening, what can I make a small change to? But take that chance to go like step back so that you don't end up going to extremes. And then tip number four goes along with that, which is constantly assess. I think a lot of times, you know, we just sort of either implement things just blindly without assessing, you know, what is and isn't working. How do we feel with things? But I also think that sometimes we don't even assess if we're actually implementing the habits as they're supposed to be laid out, right? We pull one thing from a program, but not the full system together. And then we wonder why it's not working, but we didn't actually assess like, am I actually implementing the program as is? And I bring this up, especially when it comes to macros, because a lot of times people be like, I'm eating so well and I'm not seeing results. And when you look at all the data and you really break down those weekly averages, all of a sudden you see a very different picture than how we feel about things. I can tell you I fall victim to this a lot of times during the the holiday season. I'll be like, I'm eating well because I'll know those few days I tracked or those few days I actually, you know, tried to hit macros or those few days I wasn't as bad as other days, right? And so I start to make excuses. But if I actually assess what the data is telling me, I'm like, I'm not very consistent right now. And it's one of these things that you need to take that step back. You need to constantly assess how things are going to make changes. Because when you do have all that data too, we can really make accurate changes. It can be a lot less frustrating because you have a plan in place that you can make tweaks to. I think a lot of times we can't assess if we're just randomly stringing things together, which also helps encourage us to create that plan. So guys, I know it's really easy when you want to get results fast to try and go to those extremes, but that's ultimately what also holds us back from seeing long-term results. While it's really tricky, we've got to find a way to create balance. And that just means accepting that life is going to be constantly a balancing act. So four tips to help you embrace that balancing act and really see results based on your lifestyle and what's realistic for you. One, focus on your current lifestyle when you're designing everything and making changes. Two, add slowly, make those changes slowly. I know it's tempting to want to do everything at once, but a lot of times we have to think in being better than we were before over trying to strive for some arbitrary sort of standard of perfection, which we get into our heads. Uh, Tip number three, take time to step back. And tip number four is constantly assess what you're doing. Progress will never be linear and it's very frustrating, 
but remember that life is this constant learning process and this constant balancing act. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave a review on iTunes and comment below if you have any questions.